What kind of stuff do you get in this podcast? Dream interpretation, astral travel, reincarnation, self-care, and so much more. Hi, this is Bernadette, and I'm the host of Spirituality and Self-Love in the Modern World podcast. Please do not forget to share this episode to Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and subscribe as well. Okay, kisses to everybody and take care of yourselves. Bye. Hey everyone, it's Bernadette. We have Rachel from 90 Day Fiance here with us today. We are going to find out some long distance dating tips. How to cope with being on TV with a kid. How she knows John is the one. And maybe she can also give us some, uh, some of us single ladies on how can we tell if we have met the one or not. So let's start. Hi, Rachel. Hi, how are you? What have you been up to since the pandemic hit? Uh-huh. Not much. Um, I've, I'm working from home. Um, when school was in session, my oldest was doing school from home. Lucy's doing preschool from home. Um, we're very boring and we're very bored. So we just, there's not many things you can do, I guess, during the pandemic. So just a are lot of family still, time. Are you still located at Albuquerque? Albuquerque, yes. You're still there. And John is still in England? He is unfortunately still in England, yeah. Didn't I see that you guys have some good news previously, quite quite recently? Um, I believe that was a while back. And I think that was... Well, uh, Maybe it was, that, I, it, was, it, it was a while back. It was eight months ago. Eight months ago, um, yeah. I believe at that point, we just... Um, we had everything paid off and ready to go. And um, and there really hasn't been any updates since then. I bet the pandemic is making everything go slower as well. It is. No, we were told we were looking upwards of three years. um, What? Oh, actually, that kind of makes sense. That makes sense. This is before the pandemic, you know, just with the visa that we are applying for, we're we're applying for the spousal visa. And um, that one takes you know about I want to say about two years and then if we need the waiver which we probably will then that's another year so what's a waiver looking a waiver is basically if he were to get denied due to his criminal record his fighting or whatever then we would file a waiver basically asking for that to be reversed you know the answer so so in the beginning we were told we were looking upwards of three years and we're right about that point so it's no shock but the pandemic you know, with the embassies being closed in London and slowly opening up, you know, there's really not much we could do at this point. Hey, it's Bernadette. I want to ask you some questions. Do you feel like your gut is sending you messages that you have no idea how to decipher? How do you know when it is the right time to trust that little voice at the back of your mind or completely ignore it? Your intuition isn't the opposite of logic. It's about embracing both the spiritual and the rational. 
I am the author of Intuition is Your Superpower. And in this audiobook, in this paperback, and in this Kindle ebook, you will learn about what intuition is and what intuition is not. You will learn about how to master the art of using your right brain and your left brain at the same time. You will be able to tell the difference between intuition and fear and so much more, so much more, so much more. I cannot wait for you to check out my book on Amazon. It is only available on Amazon. Thank you so much for your support. It really does help my passion to help people feel less empty. Thank you again and bye-bye. When I was working at the job that I was at for seven years Ah. um, and was fired from, but don't get me started on that, Ah. (laughs) um, I would be driving to work and we'd be on the phone and that was our hour and a half phone call. And then when I would get off work at five, it was midnight for him. So I would call him and sometimes I'd wake him up. Sometimes he wouldn't answer because he was sleeping and, you know, we'd miss a lot of that time. So John now works from home as well. And he has been for a long time, basically long story shorter. Um, You can make it long if you want to. He's, uh, he's, he's on my time zone now. So he's awake when I'm awake and he's asleep when I'm asleep. So he's basically awake during the night for him and sleeps during the day. So when I'm up, he's up. Um, so yeah, it's like I call him at any point in the day and he answers and uh, we fall asleep on the phone together every night. Um, That's so cute. Yeah. So when we wake up, we're like, good morning, you know, <laughs> so he's always there. Yeah. Think- that was kind of what I thought. I was kind of like assuming that maybe you were coordinating your time a little bit because yeah. I, I was, cause I follow your Instagram and I follow your uh, YouTube as well. You have a lot of content together. Especially like when you both come on live at the same time. So I was wondering, did he move here already? No, I wish. Why would he be on the phone with her? He is on my time zone. And people give him a hard time sometimes because they don't know that. They're like, John, isn't it like 2 a.m.? What are you doing up? You know, and like, well, he's on my time zone. How did they know he's up? Because you guys were talking. Well, if, if we were to go live on YouTube, people are asking like, isn't it late there, John? You know, um. But yeah, no, I think this was like, we've, we've cracked the code to a long distance relationship. And luckily he's able to be up, you know, during my time zone, not everybody in a long distance relationship gets that. So, um, we're blessed that we're able to be awake at the same time all day. (laughs) What song? I know you guys met through TikTok, right? Which is, which was musically? No, no, we met through um, a karaoke, uh, social media platform called smule s-m-u-l-e what um, i think everybody is assuming that you met on tiktok when you say a karaoke app tiktok wasn't a thing when we met wow <laughs> no. i bet you everybody thought it was tiktok because i don't no. think you mentioned it was smule because you want to don't want to give extra publicity unless you get the money yeah, at the time during our show you know we hadn't contacted the company we've done an interview for them later on down the line so i'm you know i'm allowed to say it that's fine but no definitely not tiktok it was smule smule. yeah is it still in function now oh yeah it's it's the biggest um singing platform out there so it's in competition with tiktok huh 
I just joined TikTok, I want to say a month or two ago. I don't oh my God, you're going to get so many followers. Not really. I have a hundred. You have a hundred? <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. I, I don't No, a hundred. You know, you can, uh, you know, you can download your TikTok videos and oh. yeah, you download it and you can put it on your Instagram. I have. I'm not really worried about the followers. Um, if they want to follow me, so be it. If not, so be oh, it. Oh, great. <laughs> you're not, you're not one of the, uh, being on TV for clout chaser. No, no, no you're not actually, at all. Not at all. Not at all. I don't even have things to post on social media. My life, there's nothing happening in my life right now. I don't even go anywhere. So it's like, what do I have to post? Sometimes I'll dig through my phone to find old things of John and I when we were together, which has been a long time. Um, and then post that as like a memory because I've got nothing going on in my life. You will love TikTok and you will have a following in no time because there's a lot of singing there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, the reason the reason why uh, a lot of people or I assume that you met on TikTok because you can what you did with John where you can do a duet. Okay. You can do it on TikTok as well. Interesting. Yeah. I don't so think you, I will, but Yeah, you will gain followers so 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 fast. I'm I'm dedicated to smeal. I like it. Um I don't think I'll do that on TikTok. <laughs> what are your sorry now I remember what I want to ask you what song was it that was oh. what I'm gonna ask you what song did you do a duet with John that led to this well it was one of my favorite songs um have you ever seen the movie Little Shop of Horrors no okay that was one of my favorite movies growing up and there is a song on there called Suddenly Seymour um and I did the female uh, portion of the song. And then a few other people joined me and did the male part. And John was one of them. So it was called Suddenly Seymour. Um, and it's funny because I honestly didn't know anybody other than my immediate family who even knows that song. Um, but turns out that was John's one of John's favorite songs as well. So that's how we met. He joins and I'm like, who's that guy? You know, like he's cute. <laughs> So we, uh, yeah, we started a friendship from there. Who messaged who? So after the day, so you're able to direct message each other, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm assuming he was, he was the one who made the first move. No. You did? Yeah. What did you say? So, so it, it, it was very professional, you know. Ah. Basically, when we sang this song together, he deleted it. And I was like, Why? Oh, Exactly. But he thought at that time that his friends, because he had linked it to his Facebook account, and he thought that his friends could hear it. And he was still playing football at the time, and none of his friends knew he could sing. So he got really embarrassed and just deleted his uh, duet with me. So I messaged him. And I was like, hey, <laughs> you know, any excuse to message him? And I, I told him yeah. I loved our duet. I said, why did, you know, um, I noticed you deleted it. I just sang it again. Can you join me? Uh. And he's like, yeah, I'd love to. And so, yeah, I kind of reached out first only because one, I wanted to talk to him. And two, I wanted to listen to that duet and it was on video and he was so cute, you know, so I wanted to watch the duet over and over. <laughs> so he joined me again and it's still out there. <laughs> and how do you keep that momentum going though? Because in this day and age, like especially people ghost a lot. What, how did you 
did did he did one of you ever ghosted at all like did you kept that communication consistent well we were friends for a while he was dating oh. somebody i was dating somebody he would tell me oh. about his relationship i would tell him about my relationship like we were strictly friends but then he started flirting with me and i'll never forget where i was the day i didn't really know if he thought i was pretty for a while oh. um until i was at walmart and i was standing in line and I got a notification from Smule. It was a message from him. Mm. And he says, I think I have a crush on you. And he used like a uh, see no evil with the monkeys and, you know, emoji. Oh, I really miss those flirty, flirty tags. Yes. And my jaw hit the floor. I was like, oh my gosh, he does like me. And uh, I said, I think I have a crush on you too. And then the flirtations started. Um, but for a while, you know, when we were friends before he said that we didn't talk every day. Um, I would, we would, his, our way of flirting without flirting was he would sing a, a song and then I would join it or I would sing a song and he would join it, you know, and we were just kind of making each other aware. I see you, you know, and like, it was just cute flirtations because you can do video duets on the app as well. And <clears throat> when I would sing, I know when he joins me that my picture is small in the bottom right corner and I could see him staring like down at the bottom right hand corner and just like smiling when I'm Wait, singing. you can see you can see each other sing live on there? Not live. No. So oh, it's, a okay. it's a pre-recorded duet. But when he would join God, me, yeah. he would look down at the corner and I could see it and he'd smile when he sings and like I would do the same. And it was just very flirtatious after a while. And then that turned into um texting within the app and then we got I can't remember I think Instagram I think that's when I got my Instagram or something um and he would text me and then he'd send me voice clips and then that turned into video calls and the rest is history I suppose how did it turn how did you know when it was serious did you did you did somebody say like hey will you be my girlfriend well We were having a phone conversation once, and this is before we became um, an item. <clears throat> and he was talking about something, uh. of, like like a friend or something like that, which was female, and I, or a past relationship or something. I don't know what it was, but uh. I said, you know, it's, I said it's really hard for me to hear that for some reason. I said because I already feel like you're mine, and he says I feel the same way. Um, and so, like, oh my was, god, when am I? Go- when is gonna be my time, man? <laughs> it was, it was very natural, you know, and um, it's very romantic. Yeah, and we, I think he was in um, the hospital once, and for something, I'm not gonna put his health issues out there, but he's fine now. But when he was in the hospital, he video called me, and. Right. The nurse came in and she said, is that your girlfriend? And he's, he was so high on drugs, you know, with the, the IVs and whatever is happening at the hospital for pain. And she said, oh, is that your girlfriend? And he looked at me and he said, yep. And so that's like, suddenly we just became official um, on September 1st of And it was on video, you saw him saying that? Oh, yeah. He looked, I, I want to say he looked me in the eyes, but he looked at my picture on the phone and said yes and smiled. And I was like, oh, I am. Okay. And did he remember saying that after? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. When I say he was high, I just mean he was probably just a little loopy. Whatever pain meds they gave him, you know, (laughs) he was happy. Um, But no, so it just became official. 
And there wasn't a time where there there wasn't a time where he got mad or got scared that it was serious. No, basically, um, I'm gonna go back to when I said we were dating other people um, throughout our friendship. We both found each other single at the same time, but I was uh-huh. pregnant, and he didn't know I was pregnant for uh-huh. about a month. I kept that from him because I, you know, I even talked to my mom. I was like, well what am I going to do? And she says, if he's a real man, he'll stay, you know? Mm. Um, so I finally told him that, you know, um, I said, I have something to to tell you. Can you video call me? And he gets on the phone and I was like, Hey, and he's like, are you pregnant? (laughs) I said, yeah. And he just, he got really emotional, you know, and we started talking about like our relationship and how he doesn't have kids. Um, in fact, he, he can't have kids. And he was actually, you know, he says, and you're willing to share, make, you know, share a family with me. And I was like, well, wow, everything yeah. happens for a reason, Rachel. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. And at that point, we just decided, like, we don't know how this is going to work. We've never met each other. And I'm I still to this day, like, don't know. I mean, I, I guess I know. But at the time, I didn't know why I felt like such a strong pull towards him. I was willing to just drop you know, any physical contact with anyone ever again, just to speak to this man on a daily basis. Um, And the fact that he took me in pregnant and was, you know, open arms and just welcomed me in to his life. And um, yeah, it was, it was interesting, I guess. But yeah, we didn't know how it was going to work. We just knew we were going to try. How long ago did you know each other before you let him know that you were pregnant. We were friends for over a year, almost a year and a half. I want to say that we just talked and flirted. And um, and then we became official in September. But I, I can't remember now if he knew I was pregnant at that time or if it was like the next day I told him. Like, you know what I mean? It was a long time ago, about five years. So, um, yeah, I was about, I was, I knew I was pregnant for about a month before I finally told him. And how do you handle emotionally the trauma? Because your other relationship did not work out and then you are pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you still in touch with the, with the father? No. I can I can I can relate a little bit because my father abandoned me when I was a teenager and wow. I'm 37 now and to this day I've tried reaching out to him and for some reason he just wouldn't uh, he just wouldn't write back and That's awful. I'm yeah. sorry. And he's still, he's still, he's still alive because his family, but I feel very awkward around my dad's my dad's family. It's hard for me to become close to them, even though they want to be close to me because I felt abandoned and rejected by my dad. I like, I sort of hold some anger towards my dad's side of the family, even though like they did nothing wrong. It's complicated. Yeah, I bet. I can only imagine. Yeah, um, I just have to I just have to accept it. My dad was telling his family a different story and my mom was telling me a different story. So like both sides have their own version version of the story. 
you know? Well, you know, they say there's three sides to every story. His side, her side, and then the truth. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's difficult. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it, it was difficult. For a while, I knew that a lot of my romantic relationships did not work out because I had a very negative view of relationship. Any right. relationship that I go into, I just assume that it will not work out in the long run. That's just, you know, that's just my mentality. I'm no longer like that, but it did, uh, it did, it did affect me. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I bet. I just wanted to share that if anyone out there don't feel so alone, everybody has their own story. Sometimes you look at people and you see they're, they're so happy, but you don't know what they have went through in the past to, to get there. And also I wanted to say uh, the thing about happiness is that like nobody is happy all the time. It's, it's very rare. In one day, I don't know about you, Rachel. In one day, I go through so many different emotions up and down yeah, we're humans too, right <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely it's normal it's completely natural don't beat yourself up over it don't question it we're alive and life can be stressful so we have different feelings that's <laughs> totally okay and so did you have to stop yourself from falling for john at first because it was long distance yes um because at the beginning of this, I was just thinking there's, abs I mean, he lives in England. I'm in America. What am I? Mm. There's no way. Like, yeah, he's really cute. Um, but, you know, we just brushed it off. And I, I honestly never thought anything was going to happen because mm. how could it, you know, I wanted it to, but how could anything happen? Um, so, yeah, it was, I didn't want to fall for him, you know, because I just didn't know how he felt about me. But the day he told me he had a crush on me, like that was it. <laughs> what was your friends and family reaction of you being in the show? Um, shocked. My mom and I watched the show from season one, episode one. And what? we saw, yeah. And we saw the drama that was in, into this show. And, um, you know, it was like our thing. Every every time it was on, we'd sit down and watch it until she moved. And I continued to watch it. Oh, um, so you know about the show already before you joined? Yes, I did. Gotcha, um, gotcha. And I uh, I found uh, myself in the same situation eventually. Mm. And I told I told John about it. I was like, oh, my gosh, there's this show that I'm watching called 90 Day Fiance. Mm. And so he looked into it. And um, yeah, so I've known about the show. So. And how, how did they, did you contact them? Heck no. Absolutely Wait, how not. did they find you? <laughs> um, after Jen and I became a couple, we have, um, I don't know if you know about it or not, but we have a joint page together called Follow Our Fairy Tale. No, I and, don't. Okay. So we have that on Instagram and on Facebook. And we put um, our story out there once. And anyway, uh, uh, I don't know what, what, whether to call them a recruiter. I don't know. But they read our story and then contacted us on our joint Facebook page and says that they're casting for this show called 90 Day Fiance. And I'm like, oh, crap. You know, I, I know about was this. Scam or catfish? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But didn't, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. contact I, you? Sorry to interrupt. Is it on email? Facebook? No, they, they messaged us through our joint Facebook account. Wait, that um, is so scammy. 
it sounds like it. So, yes, you know, it is. so that's, you know, and I, um, we, we thought about it, you know, we looked into the credentials and checked the email and made sure everything was legit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we talked about it for yeah. a long time. I said, John, you know, I, this drama, this show is full of drama. We don't have that, you know? <laughs> so and like, you know, I said, people are mean too. Like I was really worried about just the trolls, you know, and just the vile people out there. Um, anyway, obviously we agreed. So here we are. Uh, they messaged us in October and I flew out for the first time in December. From what I understand, that's not usually how fast they go, but we had already had tickets booked and there's no way that we could um, change that. So they made it work. Um, so they flew out with us on our first meeting Wow, and during December is such a romantic Christmassy time too. Yeah, it was. It was beautiful. England is beautiful. Oh, so jealous. And the accent, <laughs> I'm sure the accent is beautiful too. I don't even hear it anymore. What do you I don't mean hear it? You don't hear it anymore. I mean, I mean I hear it, but it's it's just his voice now, you know? Like, yeah, he's got the accent, but it don't What? And like him when he he says the same to me, like I don't really hear your accent. It's just normal, you know, now. It's What does your accent. daughter think of his accent? Which first? one? <laughs> I don't daughter. know. Both? <laughs> um, Ella, she's funny about it. She says her own little British words to him. Like, he'd be like, Ella, she would like, whoa. <laughs> you know, like, really? And Lucy's got her really funny way of mocking him. It makes him laugh every time. So they make fun of him for it. It's funny. And your kids, they are not from the same dad or from the same father? Um, not from the same. Okay. I share custody with Ella's dad. Ella's. That is the older, older one. Yeah, my older. Oh, yeah. yeah. How do you pick your baby's name? Like, how do you figure out what to name? I'm always so interested to know that. Um. I was interested too. Um, when I was pregnant with Ella, I would just uh. we were thinking about names and I liked the name Emma, but then I knew an Emma and I thought, well, no. I said, oh, what if we swap the M's t- with L's? And I thought, Ella, you know, to be honest, at the time I thought I made that up, not even thinking about Ella Fitzgerald and the billions of other Ellas out there. Um, I just thought Ella was so beautiful and that's her name. And when it came to Lucy, um, I've always loved the name Lucy. People make fun of me because they say, even John will say this, that Hanson has a song out named Lucy. I have um, no idea, did he, they? Yeah, of course. Yeah, they do. And he says, that's the reason why I named her Lucy, because I'm obsessed with Hanson. It's not true, but it is a cute name. So, sorry. Just oh, wait. So that was just a joke when he mentioned that, let's name her Lucy because I'm obsessed with Hanson? No, I, I named her Lucy. When I found out that it was a girl, I said... Lucy, that's her name. Um, and I sent a picture of it to John and I said, meet Lucy. And that's just, that was her name. And he knows that there's a song called Lucy. I think um, my best friend of 25 years, she may have told him, oh, did you name it, name her Lucy because of Hanson? You know, and so now he's like, you named her Lucy because of Hanson? It's not the case, but now he kind of picks on me about that. <laughs> would you go, would you do a reality show again? Doesn't, doesn't have to be 90 day. Yeah, I think I would. Depends on what, what the show is, obviously. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an experience. 
How come you're not interested in going into one of the spin-offs? Like, uh, what was the where you watch the other couples on TV? I forgot what is it called. Pillow talk. You have to be asked, and they haven't asked us. Oh, I did not know that. I wonder how that process looks like. Oh, yeah, and also John is in England, so I would. Yeah, we're not together yet. Gonna work. Yeah, yeah. Maybe when you're in the same household. Maybe that'd be fun. Yeah, there will be like a after the. Is then after the ninety days? I don't know. I think it's called happily ever after. Ah, happily ever. You, you should be <laughs> in happily ever after. Well, yeah, if he ever gets here and they offer it. Yeah, um, yeah, I think- yeah. I think you should. I, I think. I think when when the process like gets closer, you know, and then like you you know, there's a date when he's gonna arrive. Let the producers know. Maybe they want to film him arriving in the United States. I'm sure they would. I'm sure they yeah, would. Yeah, keep that. Keep that. Keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like they ended our story after we got married. Um, we've been on What Now? We were on Love Games. Um, so we've we've done a couple of little things, but um, I, I feel like when that time comes, they'd be very interested. So I feel like they will because you are one of the most love couples. There are you. couples that are the most hated on ninety day fiance, but then they are also the most loved couples. You, yeah. you. I don't know if you notice, know but people are rooting for you. I, I do. The amount of support that we get is is mind blowing. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. like, um, I don't know if you go on Reddit, but like people yeah. really uh su- support you. And usually, when you go on these threads, there's like a lot of like negativity and troll. Oh, yeah. But for some reason, it's not targeting towards you. Lita, on the other hand, I feel so bad for their couple because their season ended so long ago. And every time there's a rerun, new hatred that's oh, yeah. towards them. Mm-hmm. It's same with us if there's a rerun. Absolutely. It, it, it's silly. Can you <laughs> silly. watch 90 Day uh, in the UK? Yes. It, it does air, I think, three months after it airs in the United States. I just got a message. Um, I want to say a week ago from someone and either, well, these are not even close to being similar, but I can't remember the country. It was either Australia or Germany. <laughs> um, they're saying that it's just airing there. So it's still airing um, newly in other countries. And so, but they are, they're all so much nicer than Americans. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I went to even go visit my family in a different state and I'm still their, you know, daughter and sister and stuff like that. So I was nothing special, but then people kept, someone actually chased me down to take a selfie with me and my family was just like, what? They were completely shocked. And, you know, as we're eating dinner, someone taps me on the shoulder. Can I please have a selfie? And so, yeah, it was, um, it was constant back in those days. I, I did get recognized a few weeks ago, so it still happens, but I don't get out much. So, my oldest brother even tells me that he's extremely proud of me because I took this leap of faith and did this show. It was not, you know, it's kind of a big deal to put yourself out there, especially when you have insecurities the way that I, I do um, and did. So, yeah, I do feel like um, it has changed me for the better, to be honest. It's made me a lot tougher, you know, thicker skin. Um, So, yeah, I do feel satisfied. You give people a lot of hope because your storyline is very different. 
that's very encouraging to not to let people know not to give up because you really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You really don't know if you're going to meet your Prince Charming from Smule. (laughs) Well, to be honest, I wasn't wasn't looking for a long distance relationship, much less an international relationship. You know, I didn't go on internationaldating.com or, you know, I was singing a song as a hobby and here comes my future husband, you know? <laughs> so how so, did you know that he is the one? Is it a feeling? Like, how do you know? I feel like, of course, it's a feeling, but I think at least once or twice in everybody's life, we all feel like someone's the one and then it just doesn't work out. So, but this feeling was in- intensified. Do you know what I mean? It was different than, oh, my boyfriend when I was 18, oh, he must be the one, you know, this was, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but we're going to make this happen. You know, there was like a a fire lit under my butt or what do they say? Like lit a fire under my ass (laughs) Um, to make this happen. Like the determination and just the whole, like, again, like I said, I don't know how we're going to do this, but I I have to be with this guy, you know, and knowing how hard it's going to be without fully knowing how hard it's going to be was still worth trying. And I've never felt like that before ever. To be honest with you, even if you're in a long, long distance, not long term, sorry, long distance relationship, your it looks like your relationship is much more stable than other people. A lot of people live together, but they still have like a lot of complicated dynamic. They're almost like roommates. Yeah, Um, I think that's something that we may benefit from because when he does get here, we're going to remember every day how hard we fought for that. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to take those little things for granted. Yeah, he's going to get on my nerves and I'm going to get on his nerves. And it's it's going to be different. Like our relationship apart is normal for us. So what's going to take some getting used to is him being here all the time. So that will be a struggle at first. You know, well, at first we're going to be in that honeymoon phase. Oh, he's here every day, you know, but then it's going to take some getting used to like get out of my face. Yeah. And there will be moments like that. Like, Oh, leave me like, alone. I'm just going to take a longer shower than usual. <laughs> yeah. And you know, we're, we're human we're, it's, that's going to happen. But at the same time, we'll never forget the struggles that we had to get him here. Like right now, I would love to be annoyed with him in person every day. You know How what I mean? How long have you been together? September will be five years. Wow, We've been married. Time. May 31st that just passed um, was our three-year wedding anniversary. What did we not see in the show? What was filmed but did not make it on TV? A lot of stuff. They filmed 12 hours a day. (laughs) They filmed 12 hours a day? Yeah. Do you have to tell them your schedule? One o'clock, I do this. Four o'clock, I do this. um, We we did have things planned that we wanted to do. um, And they you know, would make sure it was okay to film at restaurants or whatever, but it was all what we wanted to do. Um, so not really, I mean, as schedule, as far as like, yeah, we're going to go eat at one o'clock, you know what I mean? But it wasn't Rachel and John, you guys are to meet us here at this time. You know, it wasn't, Oh, it's not like that. No, not for us. I don't know anybody else's experience, but for us, no. Have you ever refused to let something be filmed? Um, Probably. (laughs) Um, This was three and a half years ago that we were, you know, filming. So uh, I'm sure we have. 
I mean, like personal conversations or whatever. Yeah. But you've got the mic on you all the time. And to be honest, as long as it's in those 12 hours, what we talk about is free game, you know? <laughs> you, like, I did have one experience where um, Lucy, you know, it was my first time meeting John. Lucy was only eight months new at that point. And I started feeling bad because I wasn't spending all that quality time with Lucy. You know what I mean? And my oh mom my God, I did not even started, think of that. Yeah. And my mom guilt started kicking into the point where I just broke down and I started crying. And I said, you guys, I'm, I'm done filming. I said, I have to spend time with my daughter. You know, I can't do this anymore. I cannot do this anymore. And they were so respectful that they shut it all down and left us for the night. Um, oh, wow. That was very, yeah. very good to hear. That producer that we had, she was so amazing. We still keep in touch with her to this day because she was, she was so awesome. Um, and like, we would do anything to have her back as our producer. Now we've experienced other producers who were not so awesome. <laughs> oh, I did not know they have different producers for different yeah. days. Yeah. The first producer, you know, it was John's request. The second time we met um, to get, well, the second time I went to go visit um, was when we got married. And John asked everyone to dress up for our wedding because my family couldn't be there. And the only family that he had was his mom and his sister. So they were all our guests too. Like they've become family. They're with you for so long every day, you know, that they just kind of become family. So we've asked them to dress up and everybody wore their suits and dressed up for our wedding, even though they weren't going to be on TV. They were such a great crew. Oh, they were so awesome. Are you able to interact with the crew at all? You can, you can definitely talk to them. Um, if they, you know, they obviously won't air that because there's nothing to do with the storyline. Mm -hmm. But if, if you have an issue with something, absolutely. Yeah. Do you watch other reality shows? Um, the other, only other reality shows I watch, I don't even watch 90 Day Fiance anymore, to be honest. Um, the only ones I watch now are uh, 60 Days In. Love that show. Oh, I watch that too. I love it. And uh, Married at First Sight. What was the biggest lesson from your worst breakup? My worst breakup? Yeah. No, my, my worst breakup was actually, um, you froze. So I don't, Oh, there you are. Um, the guy I was with for a year and a half would basically cheat on me with anything that had legs. I mean, it was nothing personal. He just liked to sleep with women. Um, but I was mentally abused by him and it took me a long time to get out of that relationship, but he broke me down. Like I have never been so low in my life. Um, and when I finally got out of that relationship, I realized how strong I am now. You know, I feel like I had to go through that experience just to grow from it because I was very naive to a lot of stuff, you know, and then after that relationship, I realized exactly what I want and exactly what I don't want, um, what I deserve and what I don't deserve. I learned a lot from that relationship and um, I'll never settle for any type of abuse. You know, he never physically harmed me, but the mental abuse was very damaging but once I got out of my funk, um, I realized how strong I really am. And it completely changed my life for the better. What was the breaking point where you're like, I'm going goodbye? I don't know. 
I don't know what it was. I just woke up one day and I thought, this is ridiculous. You know what I mean? And as much as I wanted it to work, I knew it would never work. And he um, take it. He was, he didn't take it very well. Um, he, you know, constantly tried, blowed up my phone, text me and wanted me back. And we even tried to get back together again. And I think that lasted a week before I finally washed my hands with him. And I said, I can, no, no more. No, thanks. You know what I mean? He's done a lot of damage and I realized how much better than that I am. And uh, yeah, so I don't regret that relationship at all because I needed it in order to grow in life. How long, how long did it take for him to stop contacting you? When I threatened to call the police, oh. <laughs> um, he says he was going to come to my house, whether my mom was going to yell at him or not. Cause at that point I moved back in with my mother. Hmm. Um, and, um, I, and I told him, don't call me anymore. Don't text me. You know, I said, or I'll call the police. And he finally respected that. But so thank goodness. <laughs> was this but, in Albuquerque? Yes. What's something you used to believe? used to believe about relationships but no longer do that you can change people that you know you know if i just tell him what i like maybe he'll do this or if i tell him what i don't like maybe he won't do this but you know if you are in a relationship where you feel like you want to change something then they're not the one for you if you can't take them for everything that they are mm -hmm. then it's not going to work because you cannot change somebody that's just who they are and I learned that with this you know that one relationship I was just speaking about you can't change anybody let's just accept it or move on <laughs> nothing good comes out of wanting to change somebody you either are with them for them or um they're not the right person you know yeah all right thank you so much for your time all right bye Bye. <laughs> what kind of stuff do you get in this podcast? Dream interpretation, astral travel, reincarnation, self-care, and so much more. Hi, this is Bernadette and I'm the host of Spirituality and Self-Love in the Modern World podcast. Please do not forget to share this episode to Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and subscribe as well. Okay, kisses to everybody and take care of yourselves. Bye.